Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Austin, potentially up to a foot of snowfall. For us, a high of 50 degrees. Tonight, 30s again. Roads should be dry, so not concerned with any ice by early tomorrow. Then Monday, it's mostly sunny and dry with a high of 47. Tuesday, that's our big weather maker again with a lot of rain and wind on the way. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, it's 42 in Tysons, 39 in Waldorf, and 42 in the nation's capital. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good morning, I'm Luke Lukert. Coming up... The latest in a series of dog nappings hitting the city. I'm Grace Newton. The great radar detector debate is alive and well in Virginia. I'm Del Walters. Car thieves are going for the nicer ones. We see the very high-end vehicles. I'm Ralph Fox. Commanders kick off last game of the season at 425. It's 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Peter King. That big snowstorm is now covering much of New York State and virtually all of New England. Platkill, New York, has gotten nearly 15 inches of snow. KYW-TV's Madeline Wright is in Allentown, Pennsylvania. The side streets need a lot of work. A lot of them are still covered with snow. Residents are going to be busy brushing the snow off their cars and shoveling their sidewalks. The interior western U.S. is also getting snow or heavy rain from Southern California to Arizona. Brian Hampton was driving through. California. My experience coming up here, there was a lot of snow. We've seen maybe three or four accidents. That system is much smaller than the one hitting the Northeast. It's another round of Middle East shuttle diplomacy for Secretary of State Antony Blinken, who's been visiting the World Food Program warehouse in Amman, Jordan. More stops ahead. We'll be looking at what we can do to maximize the protection uh, for civilians, maximize humanitarian assistance getting into them, and also to get hostages out of Gaza. The National Transportation Safety Board has started its investigation into Friday's window blowout during an Alaska Airlines flight. NTSB Chair Jennifer Homendy says the probe isn't just about the plane. We are not aware of any serious injuries. We are aware of reports of minor injuries. With that said, I imagine this was a pretty terrifying event. We don't often talk about psychological injury, but I'm sure that occurred here. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin Austin has apologized for the lack of transparency surrounding his recent hospitalization. The Pentagon reportedly didn't tell White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan of Austin's hospitalization until Thursday. Other senior administration officials, congressional leaders, and even top Pentagon officials didn't know either. Many thought Austin was on vacation. The Pentagon Press Association called it an outrage. Christopher Cruz, CBS News, Washington. Award season starts tonight with Golden Globe. Here's CBS's Danya Backus. The 81st Golden Globe ceremony will be hosted by stand-up comedian and actor Joe Coy. Hi, Barbie! 2023's box office blockbusters Barbie and Oppenheimer lead the film nominations. It is going to be a Barbenheimer show. Angelique Jackson is a senior entertainment writer for Variety. I mean, these two movies led the nominations with nine for Barbie and eight for Oppenheimer. But you are not serious people. On the television side, Succession leads the field, racking up nine 
nine nominations in its final season, followed by The Bear and Only Murders in the Building with five nominations each. Correspondent Donya Backus, The Globe's air tonight on CBS. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. It's 1103 on Sunday, January 7th, 42 degrees. The rain's gone. It's partly cloudy and breezy with highs in the mid-40s. Good morning. I'm Sandy Kozell with the top local stories we're following this hour. Following two other incidents involving stolen dogs in recent weeks, D.C. police are now investigating the latest in a series of dog nappings. Eight American bulldog puppies. That's what D.C. police say were in the car stolen from U Street Southeast in Anacostia. The car's owner had a push-to-start vehicle running with the eight dogs inside when they stepped away with the keys. But when they returned, their vehicle along with the eight puppies were gone. Police are still searching for a suspect. This robbery brings the total number of dogs reportedly stolen over the past three weeks in D.C. to at least 10. Last week, police arrested 24-year-old Kyrie Holmes for the robbery of a dog named Mocha in December. Mocha has since been reunited with her owner. And before that, a seven-month-old pit bull named Lola was taken in a burglary on New Year's Eve. Lola has also been reunited with her owner, but police are still searching for a suspect in her taking. Grace Newton, WTOP News. Virginia could see a return to something that's been gone for the last three years. They've had several names, fuzzbusters, radar detectors, but they all do the same thing. Tell you there's an officer up ahead clocking how fast you're going. Virginia banned radar detectors years ago. And now a Virginia Democratic House member who flipped a seat wants the old Dominion to rethink its ban. The bill would allow drivers except those in commercial vehicles to have radar detectors again. Deborah Gardner's radar detector bill would retain language dating back to 1998. Police are expected to try to put the brakes on the measure. Del Walters, WTOP News. For years, officials at the Port of Baltimore have seized cars stolen locally that were loaded onto shipping containers to be resold in West Africa. It's a problem that customs officers say is just getting worse. With car thefts up 82% in the district year over year, it's no surprise that organized crime appears to be involved. Port of Baltimore director Adam Rotman tells Fox 5 it's not a new concern. So we've seen a significant increase of recovery of uh, stolen automobiles year after year after year since about, um, I'd say about 2018. He says thieves are targeting certain cars. Typically here in Baltimore, we see the very high-end vehicles. In the last fiscal year, they recovered nearly 150 stolen cars, but in the last three months, that number is already at 70, on pace to more than double last fiscal year's total. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. An investigation is underway in Frederick County after a woman was found dead in the area around a grocery store. Sheriff's deputies responded just before 11.15 last night to the report of a shooting at Urbana Giant on Sugarloaf Parkway. When they arrived, they found a woman who was already dead. A group of residents in Prince William County's Bristow area is suing to block construction of a data center near their neighborhood. The group has filed a lawsuit against the county and a developer to stop the construction of the Devlin Technology Park Data Center Complex. That's a project that was approved by the county's Board of Supervisors in November. The group of residents allege it was illegal for the board to green light the rezoning of hundreds of acres that would allow for several data centers right next to hundreds of homes. The complex is set to be developed by Stanley Martin Companies. The plaintiffs claim 
The centers will negatively impact their quality of life, their property values, and the character of the neighborhood. When neighbors turned out to celebrate a D.C. man who turned 100, they were saluting a World War II veteran who was an early civil rights pioneer in the nation's capital. The lobby of the apartment building near Adams Morgan was festooned with balloons. There was party food and champagne to toast Tompkins Hallman, born January 2, 1924. I've been eating, I've been drinking. Besides his lack of dietary restrictions, Hallman survived cancer four decades ago, and he credits his longevity to Psalm 139. He's there when I go out, when I come in. He knows my thoughts before I speak. Hallman served in the Pacific Theater in World War II in the U.S. Army before it was desegregated, and later he took part in civil rights actions in the D.C. area against segregated theaters, restaurants, and other public places. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather in money news, many electric vehicles are no longer eligible for a big tax credit. It's 1108. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. weather on the 8th to Steve Dressner in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Sandy. We'll start off in Virginia on the southbound side of the GW Parkway. Caller updates us right near 123 Chain Bridge and the scenic overlooks. We do have a response on the left side. Traffic periodically stopped on the southbound side. One point, we had a broken down vehicle earlier in the morning hours, but uh, traffic uh, off and on uh, moving on the southbound side of the GW Parkway. Sting in Virginia. Traffic moving nicely on the Beltway in both directions. No current issues along 66 or 395 and all clear. Well, from the Springfield Interchange using 95, we're good to go all the way down to the Fredericksburg area. In Maryland, Hyattsville, southbound on the BW Parkway, last report approaching the 50 split. Only a single lane does get by. The crash activity, that may have just been cleared, actually. Not seeing any more delays around that area, so it looks like the incident now has been cleared southbound over on the BW Parkway. Otherwise, in good shape currently on the Beltway throughout Prince George's County and Montgomery County. No issues along 95 between the two beltways, and we're good to go on 270. And uh, traffic in uh, good shape. No uh, delays whatsoever. Eastbound Route 50 from the Capitol Beltway out to the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. The WTOP Traffic Center is furnished by Regency Furniture. Shop Regency's dining room, living room, and bedroom sets, plus brand-name mattresses in-store and online only at regencyfurniture.com. Steve Dresner, WTOP Traffic. To 7 News First Alert meteorologist Jordan Evans. The storm system has moved out, but our temperatures, even though we're behind it, we're actually higher today, near 50 for a temperature. Mostly cloudy skies, no rain or snow with those clouds, and then decreasing clouds tonight. We're back into the 30s, upper 20s. Roads should be dry, so not concerned with any ice by early tomorrow. Monday, it's mostly sunny and dry with a high of 47. Tuesday, that's a warmer system with rain and winds, potentially a lot of rain and some very strong winds. Stay tuned. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. 42 degrees at DuPont Circle, 43 in Germantown, 42 in Annandale. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. It's 1110. 
News at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Charlie Pellet. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. There has been a drop in the number of electric vehicles still eligible for a $7,500 tax credit. Basically what happened is some new rules kicked in on New Year's Day for who's eligible for the this EV tax credit. Ari Nata wrote the story for Bloomberg News. The list of models eligible for it was cut in half almost. I went from you know, 24 to 13. Last month, the Treasury Department unveiled rules targeting battery components made by any company that is subject to Chinese jurisdiction. What these rules do is they make ineligible vehicles that use battery components or parts manufactured in, in so-called foreign entities of concern. Among the models that lost access to the credit are Tesla's Cybertruck, but those still eligible are the Model Y by Tesla, Rivian's R1T pickup, the Jeep Wrangler 4XE, and Ford's F-150 Lightning pickup truck. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Charlie Peloton, WTOP. Coming up on WTOP, we'll tell you about a groundbreaking rocket launch scheduled for tomorrow. It's 11-11. Here's Oliver Wise, the Chief Data Officer at the Commerce Department, on the Data Resiliency Series, sponsored by IBM 4. We know we're not ready for AI until our data is, and then in order to have accountable, safe, responsible AI. We need to have a very good handle on our data. The data has to be well-documented and rich with the proper metadata. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search IBM 4. In today's ever-evolving digital landscape, data is the lifeblood of federal agencies. Protecting data has never been more crucial. With IBM's storage portfolio, it's not just about safeguarding data. It's about ensuring the availability, recovery, and reliability of stored data to support mission-critical operations. 4Inc. is an IBM Platinum partner providing federal agencies with solutions to keep data secure, accessible, and resilient. Fortify your data resiliency with IBM solutions that deliver unmatched speed and efficiency. Visit FOURINC.com. The much-anticipated Washington, D.C. Auto Show returns to the Washington Convention Center Friday, January 19th through Sunday, January 28th. Auto manufacturers showcase their latest models. Indoor and outdoor ride-and-drives provide the ultimate automotive experience. And tailored pavilions with new features promise to deliver fresh and thrilling fun. Make plans for the whole family and immerse yourself in the world of cars and future mobility at the Washington, D.C. Auto Show January 19th through 28th. Tickets at WashingtonAutoShow.com. From the 110 people that currently work at Rocky Gorge Animal Hospital, we wish you a healthy, happy, and safe holiday season. We're confident if everyone in the world could feel the serenity of a cold nose, warm lick, or soothing purr, they would surely act differently, and just maybe the world would be a more peaceful place. Hug your pets this holiday season and enjoy some unconditional love. Rocky Gorge Animal Hospital, always here for you and your pets for the past 73 years. Coming up, the Secretary of Defense responds to the mystery about his hospitalization. More news in 60 seconds. In order for small businesses to thrive, they need to be smart, efficient, savvy, staying ahead of the market at every turn, finding ways to do more with less, and taking advantage of every opportunity that comes their way. That's why Comcast Business is introducing the Small Business Bonus. For a limited time, you can get up to a $1,000 prepaid card with a qualifying gig bundle when you switch to Comcast Business, the company with the largest, fastest, reliable network. Yep, you heard that right. 1000 back. Something extra for your company. From the company that powers more businesses than anyone else. 
So if you're a small business owner, don't wait. Call or go online to learn about the $1,000 bonus today. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Ends 2-21-24. New customers with Gigabit Extra Internet, Security Edge, One Voice Mobility Line, and Connection Pro with three-year agreement. Other restrictions apply. Call or go online for details. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 11:15. I'm Sandy Kozell. Thanks for being with us. In a statement released this weekend, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin says he's on the mend and looks forward to returning to the Pentagon soon. This after being hospitalized since Monday due to complications following a minor elective medical procedure. That's what his press secretary said on Friday. Senior Biden administration leaders, members of Congress and top Pentagon officials were unaware for days that Austin had been hospitalized. More from CBS News correspondent Robert Costa. Austin was admitted to Walter Reed Medical Center on January 1st for complications related to a prior elective procedure. CBS News has learned that the president's National Security Council and National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan were unaware of his hospital stay until Thursday. During part of that time, the 70-year-old was in the intensive care unit and his duties were partly assumed by Deputy Kathleen Hicks. In a statement, Austin said he's on the mend and takes full responsibility for his decisions about disclosure. Such secrecy at a time when the U.S. is juggling various national security crises runs counter to normal practice with the president and other senior U.S. officials and cabinet members. A new rocket with a groundbreaking spacecraft is due to launch early Monday morning from Cape Canaveral. It's been more than 50 years since the last American spacecraft landed on the moon, and with NASA hoping to return humans there later this decade, the agency has paid the Astrobotic Corporation to develop and send its Peregrine robotic lander to the moon. CEO John Thornton. This will help pave the way, start to do science and, and a little bit of exploration to understand more about the surface of the moon, more about the environment. NASA's plan is for robotic commercially run landers to deliver supplies for eventual astronaut base camps, not only is this lander new, so is the rocket. It's called Vulcan. Secondary payloads ironically include DNA and ashes from Gene Roddenberry, who created the Vulcan civilization as part of Star Trek. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. An update from federal safety investigators on Friday night's midair fuselage blowout aboard an Alaska Airlines flight out of Portland, Oregon. A section of the Boeing 737 MAX 9's cabin came apart shortly after takeoff. The plane landed safely, no serious injuries. ABC's Chuck Sievertson says they're still looking for the piece that flew off. The section that blew out was a door plug that looked like a window and part of the cabin. There'd be another emergency exit there and a higher capacity 737 MAX 9. From radar data, says National Transportation Safety Board Chair Jennifer Hamady, they know where it fell around Portland. Around Barnes Road, near I-217 and the Cedar Hills neighborhood. Phone police if you see it, she says. The FAA grounding affected at Boeing planes for inspection. Chuck Sievertson, ABC News. A quick look now at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. North Korea fires artillery shells near its sea boundary with the South. Secretary of State Blinken meets Jordanian and Qatari leaders on a new Mideast push to keep the Gaza war from spreading. 25 years ago today, then-President Clinton's impeachment trial began. We'll take you back to those moments in 1999. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's 1118. 
traffic and weather on the 8th. Steve Dresner is in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Virginia on the southbound side of GW Parkway, right before 123 in Chainbridge, caller reported an incident at times you were stopped on that southbound side of the Parkway, not affecting the northbound flow, but we are seeing a bit of a delay on the southbound side. Staying in Virginia, traffic moving nicely. Both directions on the Beltway, no issues along 66, and we're in good shape leaving the 14th Street Bridge heading south on 395, all clear to the Springfield Interchange. 95 is a home, traveling incident frame with the express lanes pointed in the northbound direction. Rest in area, Baron Cameron Ave- uh, Avenue and Wheelie Avenue still getting a report of crash activity. In the district, quiet on the 395-695 freeway. Traffic moving a bit slowly now. We're finding southbound I-295 hitting inbound to the 11th Street Bridge. May have an incident on the ramp. Otherwise, we're good to go on DC-295. Maryland southbound over on the BW Parkway at the 50 split crash activity. Clear delays have gone away. We're in good shape on the Beltway throughout Montgomery County and Prince George's County. Subtle reminder, the Commander's game is a 425 kickoff at FedEx Field hosting the Cowboys. So expect the usual delays along the Beltway, 214 Central Avenue, 202 Rena Drive area, Landover Road. We're in good shape currently on 95 and 270, and no incidents to report over on Route 50. Girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor, and elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their worlds, and it will certainly change your own. Unbound.org. Steve Dresner, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News First Alert Meteorologist, Jordan Evans. Clouds coming in this afternoon, but don't expect any rain or snow from those clouds as it's just wraparound cloud cover from that storm system. All the snow will stay across New England today. Boston potentially up to a foot of snowfall. For us, a high of 50 degrees. Tonight, 30s again. Roads should be dry, so not concerned with any ice by early tomorrow. Then Monday, it's mostly sunny and dry with a high of 47. Tuesday, that's our big weather maker again with a lot of rain and wind on the way. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Jordan Evans in the First Alert Weather Center. It's 43 degrees at DuPont Circle, 43 in Germantown, 42 in Annandale. Brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, a prediction on where credit card rates could be headed. It's 1120. Why choose a Sleep Number Smart Bed? Because no two people sleep the same. Only the Sleep Number Smart Bed lets you each choose your individual firmness and comfort, your Sleep Number setting. The Climate 360 Smart Bed is so smart, it actively cools or warms up to 13 degrees on either side for your ideal sleep temperature. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. The Queen Sleep Number C2 Smart Bed is now only $9.90. For a limited time, prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. To find a store near you, visit sleepnumber.com. An orthopedic surgeon makes understanding pain painless. It's the biggest frustration that patients have. This is Dr. Pamela Mehta talking about aches with unexpected origins. I see patients with pain in their knees, their hips, their back. Oftentimes the pain is actually coming from their feet. Bet they aren't expecting to hear that. Those patients are super surprised. They can't believe that the pain in their knee isn't coming from actually inside the knee. But if you think about it, the feet are the base to your whole body. That's why she suggests personally fit arch supports. Emphasis on the personal fit. If you get something basing it just on your shoe size, it isn't going to fit you properly. And if it doesn't fit well, it probably won't work well. 
go get our supports fitted to you. It's as easy as going into a Good Feet store. The Good Feet store has locations across greater D.C. and Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com to book your appointment today or just stop by. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you at the Good Feet store. Jack Frost is a slippery character <laughs> with a nasty bag of tricks. Sleet and snow. Freezing rain and the big bad blizzard. Don't let him fool you. Depend on WTOP for traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. A winter weather advisory has just been issued. A lot of side streets remain unplowed. You'll know how to dress the kids to deal with Jack Frost. And you'll know when you can hit the road, Jack. WTOP News. Facts matter. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 1123. We watched interest rates climb in 2023 as the Fed worked to calm inflation. One expert is predicting we could see credit card rates start to drop this year. They're not going to start falling immediately, but I do think that 2024 will see a little bit of a break in credit card rates. Matt Schultz, chief credit analyst at LendingTree, says some lenders may even start lowering credit card rates before the Fed begins lowering rates. And what about those 0% interest rate cards, the ones where you transfer your existing debt to a new credit card? Schultz says they could be harder to get this year. And that's because banks, as delinquencies rise and as debt grows, may be a little more reluctant to take on debt that you already have. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. Homework is mostly associated with being in school, but now there's homework when it comes to the job interview process. It's becoming more and more common getting a homework assignment as a requirement when interviewing for a job. On one hand, homework can be beneficial for a company. They avoid the potential of hiring the wrong person, which can be an incredible suck on productivity and budget. However, consulting firm Robert Haas, Paul Flaherty, says for job candidates able to pick and choose, homework is a turnoff. The path of lesser resistance can become a more attractive option. Stephen Kaufman, CBS News. A government panel recommends the state of Maryland do more to streamline the hiring process as it seeks to fill thousands of state jobs. The nearly one dozen recommendations made by the Task Force on the Modernization of State Personnel Management System includes creating talent pipelines within state agencies and making job titles more understandable. Hiring efficiencies recommended include possibly using a recruiting team who would handle applicants during the process from the start until they begin working for the state. Maryland Matters reports Governor Westmore and his budget team could implement many of the recommendations, but others would need some legislative action. It's 1125. Sports at 25 and 55. Here's Brian Albin. And Sandy, it was week 18 last year at home against the Dallas Cowboys when Sam Howell made his first career NFL start and led the Commanders to a resounding win. One year later, Howell is wrapping up his first full season as a starter in the same place against the same team, but this time on the heels of a seven-game losing streak and disappointing play of late. With a good portion of the fan base hoping a Commanders loss could lead to the number two pick in the draft and a quarterback of the future, Howell is living in the present and trying to help his chances of keeping the starting job yeah i mean i just want to play good football man and and end this year on a good note you know i I don't think i've played my best the past few weeks and i just want to make sure i go out there and show on sunday the type of player i really can be in this league It'll be Cowboys and Commanders from FedEx Field at 425. The Capitals start today in sixth place in the Metropolitan Division after losing.